0: I'm John Hibbing, professor of political science at the University of Nebraska-Lincoln. The thing to remember about the Electoral College is that it was derived from the Founders' dissatisfaction with the political knowledge of the American public. Therefore they set up a system in which the people selected electors and the electors would get together and have a discussion among themselves about who the best president should be. As the people became more involved in politics, they were dissatisfied with that indirect influence. So, the system became such that the people would select electors who they knew were going to vote for a certain presidential candidate. So they had indirect control in this fashion. They knew that this slate of electors would vote for Franklin Roosevelt or another slate would vote for Alf Landon. As the electors themselves played a less vital role in the process, the system became more automated in which the states each elected a slate of electors and it was known how those electors would vote. Thus the people's role became much more intimate the result is that today we have an electoral college system in which there isn't much of a college, but in which votes are aggregated on a winner-take-all basis on a state-by-state arrangement. This means that we have 50 miniature elections in some respects, so that candidates need to be conscious of how well they're doing in each individual state. Usually it's winner-take-all. In Maine and Nebraska, we have unique systems where a candidate can win electoral college votes on a district-by-district basis. Regardless, what the Electoral College has done is to make the presidential race much more variable, much more interesting in the sense that we do have 50 contests and one that we all need to keep our eye on. I know I will be and I hope my students and the citizens of the country are as well.